Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Garden Report on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. My name is Jared Weiss. Next to me is Jimmy Toscano. What's up, Jimmy? We both start with Jays. Both had a good time at this game tonight. An early start, which was awesome. Great Because it's only 9 o'clock and we're filming. Usually it's about two hours later, right. so that's great. Uh, so the Celtics fell 127 to 123. You're watching the Garden Report powered by ZipRecruiter. If you want to hire someone, you got to do it the right way. You go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan, and you can post your job to over 200 job boards just like that mm-hmm. power of electronics internet apps it's all amazing mail in a resume and and speaking of mailing it in the south i was kidding oh, so, i was gonna say something now i was gonna say speaking of a resume okay the blazers hired evan turner from the celtics we're going to talk a little bit about Evan Turner. All right, I like that segue. i go with that. And <laughs> Evan Turner had a offer in the first half, yeah. 12 points in the second half. He looked a lot more like himself. He even kicked off the first or the second half by hitting a 15-foot jumper in vintage Evan Turner style. Yes. That was great to see. He ends up with a plus 12, playing 40 minutes. He was solid tonight. Most notably, it was for his defense. It was right. So Isaiah noted this, and Brad noted this after the game. That it's tough to say. He had played great defense, but go so on. So Isaiah dropped 41 <laughs> with him yeah. defending him for a lot of that game. Right. But Brad said, I really felt like Evan played good defense despite the fact that Isaiah had 41 points. And Isaiah said that Evan told him, you dropped 38 on me, man. I still got you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to go out and say Isaiah won that battle. Okay. Um, even though I think Evan did, Evan did a commendable job trying to limit him. I mean, we, we know Isaiah can really get hot at certain stages. And I think for the most part, he limited like a crazy hot streak from Thomas that We've seen multiple times. Um, but it was good to see Thomas here. I mean, it was good to see Turner back here tonight because you kind of remember how important he was to the team last year. People forget, before Isaiah Thomas became Mr. Fourth Quarter, it was Evan Turner. I think Evan Turner was a, a, like one of the go-to guys for them right down the stretch. Brad Stevens put all, a lot of trust in Evan Turner to hit that game, those game-winning shots. And because of it, Evan Turner should give, I would say, 10% of his contract earnings to Brad Stevens. Well, it's about $1.7 million this year, that's so that's a, a, that's a pretty I, nice I payload. Think, I think he's worth it. And while obviously he's still not hitting threes, a lot of the year they've kind of struggled to figure out how to work him in with not the fact that they have Crab out there, but also right. to try to put him in there with Lillard and McCollum. He started tonight after not starting in their last game. It seemed to work fairly well, especially having Crab come off the bench for mm-hmm. them, but he seemed to complement them pretty well. It still kind of feels like a lot of that Blazers offense is relying on Lillard and McCollum to make some great right. plays in the pick and roll or in ISO. McCollum did it in the second or the first half. Lillard really did it in the second half. What, what do you think was the key for them just having that edge over the Celtics tonight? 
I think the Celtics, in a way, hurt themselves. But at the same time, you do have to credit the Blazers for defense for causing a lot of those turnovers. Because as we know, Celtics had 21 turnovers tonight, turned into 34 points. And I'm sure we'll probably talk about some of that, those issues in the second video. But listen, the guard play from the Blazers, we know this. They're two of the best guards in the NBA. They make up one of the best backcourts in the NBA. And now Evan Turner, even though he signed a deal that kind of makes him, pays him like, you know, uh, you know, a top player, he's now the third option at least on offense. And I know that they can go in a number of different directions. But in the Celtics, he was probably the second behind Thomas. Definitely was the second behind Thomas right. last year. No question about right. it. It is an adjustment, but hey, he's getting paid more yeah. money. He's got a nice house. He's, he's living the good life in Portland. So before we go to break here, why don't you tell me what your greatest Evan Turner memory is here in Boston? Oh, God, you're really putting me on the spot. There's um, so many, though. I, I feel know. Like you can well, come up with th- one. That's the thing. Um, do you have one? So for me, it's a very subtle one. It was the time that he hit a layup. I think it was against Atlanta. And the ref kind of, like, stuck his hands out to say, like, next possession or whatever. And Evan just high-fived him as he ran by. (laughs) Evan just always is having fun in any situation. He's, like, sneaky, really witty and smart. It's not even sneaky anymore. But, like, I think there was one game where he hit a couple big threes. And as we know, last year he wasn't a great three-point shooter. And after the game, he was sarcastically talking about how you have to respect his three-point shot. Everybody knows that you have to respect his three-point shot. So, I mean, that's the type of guy he is. He's, he, he's very self-deprecating in a way, but he can also, I think he's one of the better trash talkers in the NBA. He is great. And, uh, by the way, on Jay Crowder, no fight. They're all boys. <laughs> uh, he said he didn't even know what happened with Jay. He was just trying to get him out of there. Trying this to is Jay. Yeah. Uh, but he even said that they're actually they're still really close friends, and he actually has given him the hookup on some uh, nice glasses in Philadelphia. And, you know, Evan's renowned for having some extremely rare yeah. designer glasses. So, and Jay likes that, and Jay picked that up. And Evan said that he had to teach Jay and build Jay up to be a fashion icon. And I think it worked pretty well. And Thomas talked a little bit after the game about that you know that little incident and just the fact that they're still really good friends and you know they were going back and forth I think that's that's really important to to remember is that last year you know the Celtics they weren't the most talented team but they were a very close team and I think that got them you know that really got them as far as they you know I think it brought them further than maybe they could have gone because of their close relationships and the fact that they sort of played off each other. And they don't have uh, Turner anymore to kind of help facilitate that and counteract some of the intensity that they get from a lot of the other guys in the locker room. All right, so we'll come back for part two, and we'll explore a little bit more some of the issues that cropped up in today's game. This is the Garden Report on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. Welcome back to part two of the Garden Report. I am Jared Weiss. That is Jimmy Toscano. What up? And let's talk about what went wrong for the Celtics tonight. So they went to overtime thanks to an incredible deep, like 27-foot Terry Rozier three-pointer. That was the Sam Cassell shot. I know. Some big like some big that. balls flopping around on that one. <laughs> oh, I didn't so, know we could go there, but you went so, there. Yeah, why, so. why not? What the hell? It's a Women's March Day. I might as well go all the way on this one. Yeah. Although, by the way, Women's March Day in Boston was absolutely incredible. I, it must have been 100,000 people there. That was incredible. Amazing to see an incredible show of force in very trying times for our nation. Speaking of trying times for our nation, the Celtics had Celtics nation. how many turnovers? <laughs> how many points? 21 turnovers for the Celtics, 34 blazer points off those turnovers. You're not gonna I mean you're not gonna win a game like that. You can't win a game like that. That's sloppy. Um, Isaiah Thomas had six Six turnovers, six assists. Putting a you bad pass to Amir Johnson, that was really crucial. Yeah, there was a couple just like, I don't know if the court was sleeping. I saw a couple guys falling over the place. Uh, I had one one good effort played by Marcus Smart, but the ball was going to go to the Celtics. He tried to save it, you know, right to a blazer. You know, I, I'm not sure exactly which player it was. But little things like that that, you know, it's hard to get any momentum going 
when those with those turnovers keep popping up because that's that's deflating. I mean, that, that brings the guys down. And it's frustrating, and, and I, you, you gotta pick, you gotta pick it up. You gotta well, pick it up. The funny thing was that I don't think really working their offense has been that much of a challenge for them this year. But it seemed like in overtime they really struggled to manufacture sets. And we saw there was a play with one of the last plays in overtime where I think it was Terry Rogier, no Marcus Smart, I think, tried to throw a lob to Al Horford who had an inside seal on the post, and he overthrew him and it overthrew. went out of bounds. Yeah, that, was, that was like that that killed them because that was that they were keeping. That was like YMCA. They were keeping level. pace with the Blazers and they lost you know, in overtime if you don't score on a single possession and the other team scores on the next possession or you, they get right. to the free throw line which is what Damian Lillard did right. you're, you're completely toast because you only have you can if you lose that back and forth you're screwed you lose that momentum right. you can't not enough time to you catch up you only have so many possessions that's what killed them yeah you only have so many possessions in overtime they all mean so much and you can't expect to hit all your shots but you would like to at least get a shot up give you guys a chance if it's a miss at least there's a chance for the offensive rebound but if you're going to throw the ball away, I mean, in, in that crunch time situation, unlike them, because they're usually pretty smart in, in those in those situations late in the game. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a tough loss. I mean, one thing I don't agree with that a lot of people are saying is that, you know, the Blazers are better than their record. They're better than their record. Okay, well, their record is their record. They came into this game, losers of four straight. They lost to the Sixers. They lost to the Magic. They lost to the – they're not losing a great – they're not well, – The red-hot Sixers. Fine, but they're still – at the end of the day, they're still the Sixers. And if the Blazers are really that good and they're better than their record, then they wouldn't be losing in those games. The Celtics, is no excuse for them to lose this game. I, I agree with – well – I don't agree with that last part, but I agree that you can't say a team's better than their record when they continue to blow games they should win. However, in that Suns game, definitely is one. Let's talk about an interesting topic you thought of, which is who do the Celtics miss more? They oh. had two crucial departures this okay. offseason. Jared Solinger, which I think was very – it was a lot more mutual on this side than it was on Solinger's side. And Evan Turner, who was someone that they kind of accepted was probably going to have to leave because he would get huge money like he did from Portland. Right. So the Celtics' rebounding woes have been crucial. They've been really destructive for their season. Right. And Jared Solinger was their best rebounder last season, and they definitely they definitely miss him in that regard. Marcus Smart has been very good as of late as a secondary ball handler, which was Evan Turner's role last right. year. But he's not quite as consistent in the fourth quarter running running the offense and getting buckets, manufacturing buckets as Turner is, although he was really good tonight. So who do they miss more? Is it Turner or Solinger? I think the easy answer is Turner. I think we can both agree that Turner had a much bigger part of the Celtics last year. But Turner leaving has allowed Isaiah Thomas to have more opportunities to score, and he's really accepted that role and stepped up in a major way. Same with Marcus Martin, same with Terry Rozier. Um, I think Jared Selinger, despite the fact that he hasn't played all year yet, he, he, he played his first game a couple games ago, so the Celtics really haven't missed anything in that standpoint. But what you miss from Selinger is you miss a big body down low who likes to bang down low, grab defensive rebounds, he'll take charges, Really underrated, really good outlet passer. Get the guys moving up the court. I think they do miss that. Um, and I think that he's a guy that they could have brought back as opposed to Evan Turner where everybody knew because Evan Turner was having such a good year that he was going to have some X amount of dollars. And if they wanted to bring in a guy like Al Horford, there was no way that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the, the reality, I guess, is that while Smart has kind of replaced the role of Turner, right. Smart was here last year, so it's really Rogier more so that has kind of stepped into the role of just being that that guy Fill off the in bench. Fill the minutes, yeah. Yeah, but Smart is the one that's effectively replacing him, while obviously Horford was the one that came in for Solinger, sure. so I, I think they would take that trade off, definitely. Right. Um, but the thing I think they are missing, though, is having a competent ball handler for stretches of the game yep. when Isaiah's out on the floor, and Smart's been good, but it hasn't really been smooth a lot of the time. He's a little so herky-jerky guy, and he's a little 
is a little bit of a loose cannon, I, I think. I mean, not to say yeah. Evan Turner was this, you know, amazing, you know, took care of the ball like nobody else. He could else. be a loose yeah, cannon. Exactly. A lot. Yeah, exactly. He, he had some moments. Um, but you felt a lot more confident with the ball in his hands, and you felt a lot more confident late in games, in tight games, with him taking the shots. Whereas I'm not sure we're really there yet with Marcus, although he has shot better as of late. We're still at the point where we're saying, no, 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 no. Oh, if it goes in, oh, yeah, okay, nice. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. All right, so that will do it for us here on the Garden Report. For Jeremy, who's behind the camera, for Jimmy, who's right next to me, and for Jared, who is standing in my suit, I Your guess. Body. That's who I am. That <laughs> is it. We'll see you next time. Before we go, actually, Isaiah Thomas said this game in oh. Washington, they have to win. I almost forgot here. So Celtics Wizards Tuesday. What do they have to do in three sentences to win that game? Oh, three sentences. Okay. The Celtics, I'll let you have four if you The want. Celtics have to, first of all, keep their composure because I think this game's going to be very emotional, but not to the point where they can't use it as fuel. I think the Celtics are, on paper, are much more talented than the Wizards. There shouldn't, they should win this game, even though it's on the road. There's some bad blood there. I think, it's, I think if, if there's one team in the NBA with, a, with actual bad blood, it's with the Wizards. I like that. And uh, they have to defend those guards. They struggle with in the second half tonight. Uh, Avery Bradley, it sounds like, is not going to be playing in that game. Yeah. So that's going to be a major issue for them. Isaiah Thomas tonight had to chase around Damian Lillard all night. I don't know who they're going to put him on. I mean, they, they're probably going to have to put him on John Wall a lot yeah. of the time, but he might end up on Bradley Beal. That's going to be really tough. Terry Rozier is going to need to have a big game. We saw he had a good game tonight, although he made a few errors, but that's going to happen with Rozier. Yeah, and I don't know how hostile – um, or how packed that the arena gets in D.C. Not really. Not that really. Okay, I was going to say it might be a little hostile environment type of thing because everyone who's following the Wizards obviously knows about what's That's going like on. That's like 10 people. That's not going to okay. happen. All right. I, know, I was well. there for a preseason game against the Heat <laughs> earlier this year, well, and there was like different. 500 people in that stadium. Okay. I talked to a lot of locals down there. A lot of the reporters are like, yeah, people just don't show up. Yeah, I think they're just busy games. in D.C. right now with other things. Yeah, there might be something going on. <laughs> All right, Trump out. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Jimmy Toscano from The Garden Report, and our opening segment is powered by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. The Blue Apron mission is to make awesome home cooking accessible to everyone. They achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Cooking together builds strong family bonds, and it also makes for a fun night with friends. And now that I mention it, I've noticed that my friends just so happen to be in my area around dinner time these days. But that's okay, because for less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious, home-cooked meals that even a rookie chef like me can't mess up. And folks, I don't know about you, but my New Year's resolution is to stop wasting money out at restaurants and spend a little more time cooking fresh food in my own kitchen. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Just go to blueapron.com slash garden report. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so do not wait. Again, that's blueapron.com slash garden report. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Tough physical game, but if, I mean, what made the difference tonight? <clears throat> um, you know, I just think they just made, you know, more plays on the stretch. I think, you know, we played... Uh, pretty much even throughout and then you know Terry hits a big shot we send it to overtime and uh, they just made a couple more plays than we did. Down 20. two with about seven seconds left you guys didn't foul for like five seconds you were fouled a bit earlier? Or oh yeah I think the guys were trying to I just think that um, 
uh, you know, they got away there a little bit, and, um, uh, you know, that, that wasn't good. What can, uh, what, what can you guys do to work on Um, I mean, we just have to, you know, we have to go get, get those long rebounds, uh, you know, especially against teams that shoot, you know, a lot of threes and outside shots. There's always going to be a lot of long rebounds, and, you know, we can relax. We have to get them. I think tonight we did a better job with that. Um, we out-rebounded them, but, um, but we definitely have, you know, a ways to go in that area. You guys have done um, you know, such a good job winning these close games. Talked about this mm-hmm. last week. Over over. What's been the difference, you think, in the last uh, couple of years? Well, again, against New York, I, I feel like, you know, they just were the aggressors. Tonight I felt like we had uh, much more focus and, um, um, uh, you know, we, for, for whatever reason, we, we didn't make those plays that we were making when we were winning those close games. And that's the way it goes sometimes. Brad actually said I mean, I really feel like our guys were playing hard, um, fighting over screens, chasing, um, just doing all the right things. Um, um, and it's just hard. You know, it's actually, you know, this takes you back and you realize that it's, you know, it's hard to win, you know, put together games completely. I know we've had some success this season, but, um, uh, you know, this is a good lesson for us. And um, now we have to go back on the road and, and figure it out. Out 21 turnovers, pretty uncharacteristic for you guys. What were they doing to speed you guys up? Yeah, they, they were switching a lot, and um, they were really doing a good job of collapsing the paint. Um, you know, I felt like we tried an interior pass a lot, and they were getting their hands on, on and getting deflections, you know, constantly. Um, and, and, uh, and and I feel that's that's the reason for the for the high turnovers. Terry Rozier hitting a game-tying shot. What do those moments do for a young player? Oh, it's great. Um, you know, it gives him a lot of confidence. Um, it gives us, you know, more confidence in him. Um, so um, it says a lot about him to, you know, to step up in that situation and, and knock that shot down. Uh, Brad, the past couple of games you guys have played, some teams that don't have records up to yours, uh, is, is, you don't have Avery or just not playing well lately, or what's the story? I mean, I just I told the guys in there, I mean, Whatever their record is, 19 and 27. I mean, we all know they're not a 19 and 27 team. I mean, this is a team that was a fourth or fifth seed in the playoffs last year. They're starting to obviously work some other guys in, um, but they're healthy and they played really well today. And um, you know, I actually thought we were closer, as crazy as it sounds, with them scoring 125. And obviously, you have five more minutes to do it. But I actually thought we were a lot closer to defending the way we want to defend. Uh, I thought we missed some opportunities in the first half. I thought we had less mistakes in the second. I thought we were really locked into those guards, and I thought we tried to make it as tough as possible. Those guys are really good players, obviously. Um, but I thought uh, I thought we did a lot of good things in that regard. So, um, you know, as I told our guys just now, we won a lot of games over the last month that were toss-ups, and we didn't play as well as we did today in a lot of ways. That said, we still have a lot of errors that we have to, you know, overcome. How much uh, did the turnovers undo you tonight? Huge. I thought we were a little loose with the ball at times. I thought we threw a couple of passes that, you know, certainly at the end of games you can't throw. Um, 
but their length, their athleticism, and their activity level had a lot to do with that. Um, and, you know, that's a team, like I said, when you have Aminu out there, you have Turner out there, you have guys like Harkless, you have Plumlee. Those guys are long, athletic guys. And uh, they were good. Coach, uh, execution in the fourth quarter, uh, Evan really did a good job on Isaiah. Yeah, he was really good. He did a good job here guarding guys. I mean, I thought Isaiah still had a great game, all things considered, that he was chasing uh, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum around, and Evan did a great job on him. He still ended up with 41 on 50% shooting. So pretty remarkable um, what he's able to accomplish anyways. Uh, but Evan, you know, Evan made everything difficult, that's for sure. Coach, uh, at the end of the fourth quarter there, after the timeout, you come out and Terry Rogier takes the three ball, 8.4 seconds of play. Coach, was it a designed play for him, or was that just the way Portland defended at that left him open like that? No, it was for him. Talk a little bit about that, Coach. I mean, at that point in the game, Isaiah Thomas is usually the guy that kind of carries you guys, but obviously Terry was up for the moment. He also draws a lot of attention. So I think you have to just weigh kind of, kind of shot you're going to get depending on who it is. What does that say, last question, what does that say about Terry just having that kind of confidence, that kind of composure to come through at a time like that? He's a really good shooter. Um, I think with more opportunity that will show itself true, but um, he made some big ones in the fourth quarter. We went to him a few different times out of timeouts and you know, felt good about him making that one. Brett, what can you do during a season to improve defensively? I mean, you don't have a lot of practice time. Is it just up to individuals? Is it schemes? How, no, how would you I, do I think, that? I think we're going to get better. This is the first. This is the best I've felt about us defensively in the last couple of weeks. As, and I told you that. It's crazy as it sounds. But we were much more connected in what we were trying to do. We had a few mistakes, certainly, in schemes. Um, but we were into those guys' bodies. We tried to make everything as difficult as possible. Obviously, um, Avery helps in that regard, but I thought the guys that were out there did a pretty good job chasing those guards around. I think we got to do a better job of, you know, protecting the paint. Um, but uh, again, I think we're going to watch this film and feel better than worse. Uh, you know, it's definitely tough. You know, he's definitely uh, he's great with his change of speed. You know what I'm saying? I think he did a great job changing speeds. Uh, you know, he obviously knows how to get calls and. Uh, they run a lot of great plays for him, and he can make shots in tight space. So it's definitely tough, and uh, you know it was uh, it's a lot of work, you know, going back and forth, you know, and uh, trying to guard and, and you know help off and things like that. Your what coach th- said it's crazy as it sounds. Isaiah scored 41. He yeah. thought you still did a great job. Yeah, nah, it felt, it felt like a good like 15 for real, for real. Like, it said 41 in the books, but it looked like a 15 pointer. You know what I'm saying? So you can really tell the difference, but. Um, you know, he's, he's talented, man. A dude, a dude that would lie, you know. Especially for his height and size, that you, you can't give him enough credit for his change of speed, you know. And uh, you, got, you mix that in with, you know, how Brad draws up plays, you know, you, you could be in for a long night. What did you see that was able to get this win after a late you know, game last night and an early start tonight? And going overtime. Yeah, you know, we just need it. You know, obviously, uh, we just need it. Uh, we talked a lot about, uh, you know, you know, not uh, dropping our heads when tough things occur, and uh, you know, just pushing through as a unit. And uh, we've been preaching it. I think tonight we did a great job with it. And uh, you know, even when we were up three and they hit the three and everything, we stuck together and just said, you know, this is our game. We're going to win, and, and, and uh, just grind it out. Were you guys as shocked as we were when Terry Rogier was raising up for that three? Um. You know, I, I know Terry to hit some big shots, you know what I'm saying? And uh, when it comes down to it, you know, he got his rhythm going in the second half, you know. Uh, I know Bradley's uh, 
you know, uh, surprise people in certain plays or whatnot. But, you know, Terry, he, he's a confident individual. I think he really works hard. And, you know, when you play the skill, good luck, luck's going to happen. And uh, I know he's a, a good scorer. And when you give a player like that confidence, he, he's going to make some plays, and, and um, I'm, I'm happy for him. During the pregame introductions, you did not get booed. You didn't get a lot of reaction. I don't know if you noticed, but you put the wrong picture up there. Did they? Yeah, yeah put I put Leonard's pay, up there. I didn't pay attention to it, but uh, yeah. who cares? You know, uh, I'm happy we won, and uh, that's pretty much it. You know, I just mostly focus on the game. Um, you know, I don't too much really worry about the stuff anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, uh, I just worry about what I need to worry about, you know? How would you feel about the reception? Oh, it's cool. You know, it's definitely cool. You know, I, I always uh, appreciate it. You know, being back in Boston, especially, uh, you know, compared to how it could be, you know, it could be, you know, booze and everything like that. So definitely appreciate the things in Boston and everything. It's a fun, fun trip back, and uh, happy we got the win as well. What did you see that's really improved in Isaiah's game this year versus last year? Um, like I said, I think, um, you know, he's in a system where he knows it a lot more, and uh, it's speed, you know what I'm saying? I, I think that it's changed his pace, it's gotten a lot better. Uh, I think that's what sets him apart, and obviously, you know, if it, if it makes any sense, you know, he's, he's making a lot more shots in close spaces, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even know if he uh, is going to, uh, you don't know if he's really going to shoot because you're so close to him, and, and he makes it, you know? So, I, I think uh, that, and just the confidence, and, and he's entering his prime, he's having a great year. Did you do anything to try and get Dave in the second half? No, we just ran our plays, you know, we ran our plays. I think uh, he did a great job getting himself going. Along, you know, when I was playing, I was just trying to make the right reads and find them. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, he did a great job getting to the rack, uh, stepping up, you know, taking his shots, and then he some pretty big shots, and it, it helped out. What's the story with getting Jay sunglasses? Oh, uh, you know, he always did. Uh, you know, I was pretty much, you know, a fashion dude up in that locker room. I kind of raised some dudes, you know what I'm saying? So when I walk in looking fresh and stuff, maybe like, ET, where, where you get that from? Where you get that from? You know what I'm saying? So eventually I was just like, you know, I'll, I'll bless them. With some of my secrets, and you know, I went out in Philadelphia with my glass guy. And, you know, as I thought about, so my dude Jay, he loves glasses and stuff like that. So I FaceTimed him. You know, what I'm saying, I'm gonna choose his option. Uh, you know, gave him a little plug, and you know, he, he he's gonna be looking fly as usual. And uh, you know, that's how he's supposed to do it. <laughs> no, nah, that was different. Man. I need my money back for that too, man. That shit was crazy. Oh, 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 um. Did you do that? Did you figure and give him a black eye? You put the sunglasses that, that would have worked. I did that because I didn't know what I was doing. I don't know. But, I mean, that was crazy. That was a great call. A great, great call. That's an amazing call. Did you catch him with a forearm? I don't know what I hit him with. Regardless of which, what? Like, who calls that call? If I looked at him and hit him, I'd be like, cool. I was turned this way and he got hit. I don't know. You, know. you can find a lot more if you hit a reporter during a press conference. Yeah, that's, you think so? Yeah, I don't know, bro. Only if I get some of the it money. It depends on who, man. It depends on who. You know what I'm saying? So, so what did it mean to you to come back here and win? Uh, in general, we just needed this win. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, I'm glad because, you know, this is a tough team, a great team. They come into the garden. I know how tough it is to, to win here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we def they definitely take great pride in defending home court. So, you know, to be able to do that, um, it's, you know, one of the best teams in the league. It's one of the best coaches. It's unreal. Put Evan on you because he felt like Evan at least knew your game. I know you scored 41, but what kind, how was that matchup for you? I never see one guy, so there's no matchup. It's always two or three guys on me. So um, I just tried to do the best I can to make plays and came up short. What made the difference?
they made more plays than we did down the stretch um, for whatever reason. We couldn't, we couldn't get the stops we wanted. Um, had too many, I think, um, too many fouls. We were fouling too much. And then we let a team like that back in the game. They're, they're, those two guards are really good. You talk about stops, though. Brad said he felt like this was the most connected you guys have been in a while. No, we, I mean, we played well. They just made shots, so therefore we didn't get stops. We, we, we played as tough as defense as we, we could. Um, we're, we're slowly getting, trying to get back to where we were um, last season of getting that defensive mindset. And um, they just they just continue to make plays. And some of their guys off the bench make plays that they probably don't usually make, and, and we had to live with it. So we just got to get back to the drawing board and, and, and worry about Washington next and hopefully get a win and get, get some confidence back. What happened on that late switch with Marcus that left Lillard get free? Uh, I think just miscommunication. That's all. We gotta, we gotta be better. Um, that was probably the first time they ran a guard-to-guard um, screen, and we just gotta be better and, and be alert. And we will though. It, we we won't happen again. When you talk about miscommunication, is that, do you need to talk earlier? Yeah, I think we just need to talk earlier. I mean, at the we communicated after. We said next time they do it. We're just gonna stay together, stay with your man, um, because it's too quick. I mean, they're, they're two tough guards that if you get on top of them, they they they're smart enough to back back cut. And Lillard did that; he slipped that screen. So, had a high turnover game today, like 21 turnovers as a team. Um, it was it seemed like a lot of that was uh, came on some of the interior passing. Was was that some of the bigs like you guys drawing the attention? The bigs not kind of being. I mean, the right it's both. It's it's pass. not. It's not mainly the big's fault. Us guards got to make better, better passes and make sure that it gets in their hands. But they got to be ready as well. Um, it's 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 on both of us. I mean, it's on the guards and the bigs. They got to be in the right spots. And tonight, we had uncharacteristic turnovers where guy passed the ball and the guy's not even looking at the ball. So it was a few of those that cost us late in the game, and we got to get better. Isaiah, it's a long season. There's you know ups and downs. You don't. Been more upset after losses. How do you kind of not get too down when you guys lose two games you probably should have won, and, and try to keep your spirits up? I mean, spirits? right now it hurts, but tomorrow, once this is over tonight, tomorrow you just gotta move on. You gotta always say, have a um, short memory, whether good or bad. Know know what we gotta get better at, and and let's get back in the get back to the drawing board and get better at it. Um, these are two games we felt like. We should have won, but we didn't, and we got to get a win on, on against Washington on Tuesday. Brad said that he drew up that play for Terry at the end of the fourth. Just what does that say about your guys' confidence in him with the game on the line? Um, Brad usually draws up good plays. You know they're going to be focusing on me, and as he as he said they would be, Terry was open and he knocked down the shot. We have we have a lot of confidence in Terry. We know what he can do, and he played big tonight. That was that was nice. It's always good to have him in town and and um, tried to put on a show for him. We just came up short. <coughs> Evan, did Evan have any words for you guys out there? His first game back. Um, I mean, not really. I mean, he 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 talked here and there, but that's just that's just friendly talk. Um, 
I was busting his ass, so <laughs> I was letting him know about that. But, you know, he's always talking. He said, yeah, I held you to 38. I held you to th He said something funny. I, it wasn't funny then, but <laughs> uh, he, he – I mean, he's one of my close friends, so it was, it was good to see him out there. I'm just, I wish we got the win. He said he didn't mean to hit Jay in the face. You believe him? No, I don't believe him. <laughs> he did it on purpose. Nah, he didn't mean to do that. It just happened to happen. Jay, let's start with the good. First game tying shot of your career. Can you take us through the play? Um, well, I had to screen for IT because, you know, a lot of attention, be, I'm sorry, is on IT, and then he came back and screened back for me, him and uh, Al, and I was open. As soon as I caught it, so I, I let it fly. So, I mean, Coach Drew, the play up for me, you know, it felt good to see the ball go in. Did you know it was true when you left your hands? Yeah, it felt good. I ain't going to lie. I seen it the whole time. It felt, it felt pretty good. And what does it mean to you that Coach is going to drop a play for you in those moments? Yeah, actually, it was the second play drawn up for me uh, to shoot a three in the fourth quarter. And it, it means a lot. It means a lot. It just shows trust and the growth that I'm, you know, that, we, that we're having as the season progressed. So, you know, it felt, it felt good. How much does that help with your confidence and growth to knowing that he's doing that? Uh, it's, it's, it helps immensely. It's uh, through the roof. It just, you know, it makes me want to do everything, uh, you know, defense, all that. Uh, you know, I just feel it, it's, it's great. It's great, especially to have a, a guy like Brad trust you. Terry, this was a physical, tough, fun game. What made the difference tonight? Uh, they got a lot of second chance points, they rebounds. They hit a lot of tough shots. Things like that. This team, uh, you know, they're, they're I think ten games below 500, but you know they're great. They're they're actually a good team. Like I don't I don't understand that. They 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 can play. They got a lot of guys over there that can really play. And you know it's just tough guarding their actions. They got a lot of, you know, they do a lot of flare screens and things like that. So I think they just they made a lot of tough shots. And they they probably in our uh, second half start off the second half we didn't start that good. Brad said he felt good about the defense coming off of this one, that there were better stretches than he feels like you guys have seen. Did you feel a difference? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely better than how we played on Wednesday. Uh, you know, we had a lot of, well, a couple mess-ups in the, in the first half, but we adjusted in the uh, second half. And, you know, we made it tough on them. Like I said, they made a lot of tough shots. And there's nothing that we, we can live with that. There's nothing we can really do about that. but just make them, make them work. And, you know, like I said, they got a lot of great players. So they knocked some shots down.